everyone and welcome back to no beer left behind it is i brian here in north texas and i'm joined this evening by frank and austin I, frank's got a lot going on right now on the webcam <laughs> hey brian oh hey buddy there's so well, much brian, happening <laughs> yeah i mean it's you know you don't know when i'm gonna get this opportunity again so i think well for the folks at home Frank is rocking the shit out of the loudest uh, New England Patriots gear that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, it's it is something else. <clears throat> well, okay, so we need we need a, a, a precursor, right? So, as long as you've known me, you know you've known that I'm a Vikings and a Patriots fan, yeah. and. This has annoyed Brian to no end, and I'm finally like. I can see the the crest of the hill being potentially this year. Are you talking <laughs> and about? And I've never, I, I've never like worn patriot shit because I I feel as though ninety percent of the time people think, oh, okay, so there's some poser patriots fan. <laughs> I've been a patriots fan since like two thousand ninety nine, right around then when I started caring about football. So. It's been a while. Villain, Villain was a Ravens fan. And then that's you know, got to hurt. Similar division, like AFC played each other a lot. So I cheered for the Pats. So anyway, <clears throat> whatever. Got super lucky. They're obviously not bad. Um, so yeah. So I was like, okay, I've always wanted to do this. I've never done it. This Super Bowl, I'm doing it. And hopefully we fucking win. If we don't win, total fail, right? Like absolute fail. But if we win, I'm gonna be very happy and frame this jacket. Um, <laughs> I, I, it, the, uh, it's the jacket and the ugly sweater under the jacket. That's was that a combo? Do what? It's winter. It's winter time. Oh, I know. Trust me, I'm I'm well so, aware. You need an ugly Patriots Christmas sweater for this Patriots Christmas blazer. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I I had a good time. I I thought this was kind of funny. So. <clears throat> Did you wear that all day? Um, Okay, no, Brian. Well, I just not. wondered. This is essentially strictly going to be my Super Bowl attire for the party um, that mean, we're having at the house. So that'll be fun. You'll see pictures of that. Um, <laughs> also, probably the first football. Yeah, it'll be the first football game I've consumed alcohol at watching since college late december oh yeah, late december, <laughs> late december. <laughs> so they're, gonna, they're gonna say something like while. monumental but it was like eh, about four weeks ago <laughs> yeah you try that shit dude this is fucking hard like every time you get home okay so i've also been combining no drink with orange theory now i don't know if you know how well a couple beers after a workout go but <laughs> it really well okay so, not having that ability um, has been absolutely dog dick terrible. So it, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. The, the Super Bowl party will be fun. And in saying that, this blazer is not made out of 
I don't know. It's, it's made a, out of like a flag material. It's not so. a breathable fabric. You look very, no, not at all. very warm. Not at all. I can't, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot layer. <laughs> Frank looks like he's in an interrogation right now. He's like starting to sweat out of the collar. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, it's been good. I don't know. Brian, have you, first off, are you drinking anything? Um, no, not really. So I'm. You could probably tell by listening to this. I am not doing well in the old sinus allergy department. Is uh, my face was swollen up this afternoon. It was. Uh, it was a whole thing. It hurt to have my glasses sitting on my nose. So oh gosh, that's where Looks I'm like at. You need an allergy pair. A what? An allergy pair. What is that? Glasses for swollen sinuses. Oh, an allergy pair of glasses. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought you were talking about a pair that you fucking ate. And I was like, they have one of those? I'll buy yeah, two. Yeah. Just it, in it's case. like honey. <laughs> Very similar. If it's grown in the same climate that you're in, <laughs> the volatile transfer. You know, okay. Is there science behind that? I don't know. It's bro like, science. It's, but it's like, uh, you know, the original bro, you hear people talk about bro science, just a bunch of dudes at the gym telling you how to lift and get games. Yeah, yeah. The original bro science. You get your 150 grams of cat. Dude, you cannot do. Yeah. 150 grams of protein through your yeah i can uh, no the original bro science was farmers or uh what is it old wives tales like either way yeah. it doesn't matter those are the original bro science don't swim 30 minutes after eating uh-huh. um, uh i don't know don't put your finger up your ass after thursday or something like that whatever <laughs> if you have the if you have the coughs just take some honey right uh, oh yeah yeah hot toddies are actually like a miracle cure yeah well i'm trying that's okay leads me into what i'm drinking tonight which is just 100 proof bourbon over a, a cube of ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm doing the Derek approach to if my throat hurts, burn it off and then it'll be done. It doesn't kill it with antiseptic. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what I'm trying here. Yeah. You all know, right. All right. The first sip was really good and uh, I, it didn't I'm clear sure, up I mean, was it, it was Ben Franklin that said he's he feels sorry for people who don't drink, right? <clears throat> Sure, we'll attribute that quote to him. They're probably. I think, I think it was him. Have you? And then he was like, "Is that the best they'll feel all day?" Uh, yeah, uh, something like that. It sounds that sounds about right. Oh, Frank Frank just left the call. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back in just a second. Uh, ben Franklin has been attributed to uh, some real good memes lately, uh, including the. Uh, oh, you're back with us, Frank. Good, to, good to have you. Yeah, um, let me tell you something with this Googles. The I Googles. Don't even know what happened? The Google tweets got you. So yeah, it's, I was it's like they're just this hangouts is just hanging on by a thread. It like, is. They've at any point in time, it. Google's just gonna go. Oh <laughs> fuck it, we're not upgrading to the next version. Somebody's <laughs> like, you know what would be really good? What's that? A video conferencing service through Google. That's a great idea. And they're like, hey, wait, yeah. wait, wait, hold on. I think we already you have some hangouts. <laughs> No, I was I was uh, discussing uh, how Ben Franklin has got some pretty good memes going on right now, mm. including uh, this one that I'm about to share with you. Uh, it's probably my favorite that I've seen in a while. It's Ben Franklin versus Frank Reynolds. Is there even a difference? One, they're both both famous Philadelphians. They're successful entrepreneurs. They hate the government, and they love banging hooers. <laughs> Uh, so that, that for, was sorry. For those out there, Loves Frank Bing. Reynolds is the fun, always sunny bar owner. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that everybody knows that. Uh, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't know who Frank Reynolds is. What are you even doing with your don't life? Say it. Don't say it. Not what? I wasn't going to say. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Get, oh, God. Get off your cousin. If you, and, if you want an amazing introduction to the show, watch the D 
and Dennis try and crack episode. Oh yeah. That's the funniest episode that show has ever produced. You know, I watched. Uh, they become crackheads, go all the way down the depths of crackheadness onto the streets and everything. <laughs> I watched... and then eventually they're just like, oh, we don't want to do crack anymore. And they stop. I watched the uh, the gun episode, <laughs> the like from like season one, where the gang gets a gun and mm-hmm. uh, Charlie like backs off his landlord when his landlord comes knocking <laughs> on the door for money. And Charlie just stretches up and his shirt rises up and it shows the, gu- the pistol in his waistband. <laughs> He's like, what was that? Yeah. Why don't you walk on away? Uh, I mean, that show is just phenomenal. It's, it's great. so, so good. I remember the the episode, was it where, where Charlie and Frank move in together and they just decide they're not going to clean oh, the yeah. apartment and they live with a cat filth. Ever. There's like dead cats that they find under boxes <laughs> and shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, that's the poop corner. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody needs a poop corner. And you're like, wow. Oh, um, oh, shit. Okay, so Brian, yeah. um, I have been on a fucking grind my gears tear this week. I, every, I don't, I don't know if society just goes to shit in the new year because everybody's trying to remember it's 2019 oh like you who are just throwing up uh it's it's 2018 people what are we even doing here oh we, we lost you again buddy oh hell oh hell okay so where what was the last thing you heard me say uh 2019 and people are go <laughs> okay now it's been recording. <laughs> oh, okay. No. So I don't know if it's just like people trying to uh, remember it's 2019. They have to put that shit on check so they forget about life itself. But it has been a nonstop tear of like ride my ass with annoyance this week. And I, it's just been this week. You know, like sometimes you get you have these hyper vigilant moments in your life where you're like, why are things this fucked? And it's not this has nothing to do with politics. This is like just entitlement. Are you, are I guess you, this is what I would call it. Are you talking like work stuff? Or are you talking about like life in general? Trying <laughs> life to in a, general, my okay. friend. Just roll, right. just roll the grinds, my gears. Okay, let's, gotcha. Let's, let's kick it off here. Well, I mean, it's just going to be... Uh, let's do this. You know what really grinds my gears? We'll just do that. Because the other one's Parker's, and you don't have one. Yeah, so. I mean, I guess. Maybe we just need to extract that since Parker barely okay, shows up. Here, I, got, I got you. We'll just do this. We'll just do this. <laughs> Frank, tell me what's going to get you all fired up. Wow. Un- like, live editing on the show. Unbelievable. It's amazing how that works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would have fucked that up for sure. Um, <laughs> no doubt. I probably would have said your whole name and then it's like, fired up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. So it's going to start. It's going to start slow because then like the week started with you know, why do we do this to ourselves? And then it ended up with like, why is this person such a dick? Okay. So <laughs> slowly but surely it's going to go from like, I don't know, general population to literally fucking Michael Dell's an asshole. So, okay. I can't wait. <laughs> the first thing. All right, definitely. I'm absolutely. Sorry. Okay. I am fired up about this shit. First thing, fast food parking lots that don't connect. What the fuck? Okay. I understand you're trying to keep me in your shitty Carl's Jr. parking lot, but God damn it. That thing is owned by a fucking leasing company. Carl's Jr. rents that space. 
Why do you let them do this shit? Where I have to like go around your fucking little drive through window and not order shitty food from you so I can get to the goddamn Whataburger next door, but it doesn't connect. So I have to go back out on the road, take a right, and then take an immediate right. Fucking hate it. <laughs> I think that my, I don't know if that's a, I don't know. It's weird because the fast food strip out by my house, literally all the parking lots are connected and it's amazing. It is, but there's, I still stumble upon these spots and that's what makes me so annoyed is like, clearly your business proposition isn't, isn't like, it doesn't work or like an asshole designed your, like your fast food (laughs) uh, empire entrepreneur, whatever guy that fucking franchises your business from you. It's just like, gone off the fucking rails and decided no 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 you're you are not going to get the right to go to fucking taco cabana if you come in to my little fucking aw um long john silver's parking lot <clears throat> which i guess now also includes kfc for some reason you know because that's what people buy <laughs> like <laughs> they want it all they want it all they want it now i mean like if you think about this right like Outside of the oil and gas industry, fast food is already probably the least environmentally friendly industry in the world, right? Like fucking factory farming, fucking McDonald's on every corner, just burning grease, uh, <laughs> spending shit tons on electricity to make my fucking burger in two minutes, like underemploys people, right? So socially, uh, like economically, environmentally, just destructive forces. And then, we let them do this shit to our daily life. I just, I, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, fucking obeseness, right? Like <laughs> straight up from the fast food industry. And now you're like making me drive further in my car. Just make the parking lot bigger. Make these fat asses walk to go get their fucking burger. <laughs> I don't know. And then the lines at fucking Chick-fil-A just fuck any parking lot up anyways. Oh. Like you add a Chick-fil-A, you better build a fucking mall parking size for for that chick-fil-a it's like a goddamn corn maze of concrete (laughs) dividers for a chick-fil-a drive-thru line and are you just now confused ordering a chick-fil-a because i am no here's what you go ahead and tell tell me where you're at and i'll tell you the solution to all your chick-fil-a problems (laughs) yeah i know pick up but yes the the chick-fil-a well every chick-fil-a in austin is just busy as fuck because apparently anything from atlanta is the next godsend (laughs) but if you order in a chick-fil-a parking lot now i don't they don't even need to build chick-fil-a's with fucking drive-up windows anymore uh, or drive-through boxes because it's it's some like 15 year old on an ipad yep that walks up to you and says what do you what would you like and me not being what i would call a chick-fil-a connoisseur a chickasaur if you will Ch- mm, i don't think that's right um <laughs> <laughs> i need to see the fucking menu then yeah. they hand you this fucking laminated menu that is so disorganized. I don't know. It's might be the printed menu that's up on the wall, but God damn it. When it's bigger, it's much more organized. <laughs> so they, they give me this laminated menu and then you feel pressure. Cause you're like, Oh shit, man, I'm holding up the line now. And there's like 70 fucking cars in this line. Now I need yep. to figure out what I want to order. And then I just fucking go with the grilled nugs. Cause I don't want the fucking chicken sandwich. I need something a little healthier. It takes a little while to pick something out. You know, I mean, I go to Orange Theory, Brian. I don't know if you know this. Like, you've already dropped that once. Yeah. Yeah. I might drop it a couple more times. All right. So, (laughs) the solution to that problem is, in fact, ordering online for curbside pickup. You don't have to get out of your car. You fucking notify the app when you're within like two miles of it. So that way, when you roll up into that parking spot, the food comes out. Same 15 year old is delivering it, but it's right there. Brian, 
you do realize you are destroying jobs. <clears throat> Hopefully. Fucking millennial. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, millennials are destroying drive through lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's next. That'll be the next. You'll see it. I guarantee you this year, you will see this. Millennials destroying the fast food industry. And it's going to be based on the fact that we want everything automated. Starbucks is fucking delivering now, right? Are they really? So well, that's great. Yeah. So Starbucks has allowed you to order online for years. Yeah. That's allowed them to reduce the staff in their Starbucks. Now they're allowing you to order online, which gets outsourced. So further, yeah, you'll see. You'll you'll be able to run a fucking whole Starbucks with like three people in two years. Sounds good. Um, Franchise opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. Start selling the bots that'll do the work. Uh, <laughs> next next one, Brian. So I don't know. How do you feel about that first one? I, I found that just to be like, yeah. it lit me up and I was in the parking lot and I couldn't get out. I mean, I... I travel, I drive a lot in the city and I have to deal with this whole, like, can I drive through this parking lot or not situation more regular, like more often than not. And it's not just the regular, like some people will have like a neighborhood joint where they're like, Oh, I know these three restaurants are connected. You just go to the same places over and over again. Me, not mm-hmm. so much. Cause I cover 70 miles round trip a day. So there's some times where I forget, but I, I, I don't know. I also try not to eat a lot of fast food that sometimes doesn't work. I don't know. No, you know, and here's here's a little secret for those people out there. Um, find a Jersey Mike's near you. That's some good fucking food. And as healthy as you're going to probably get in the fast food game, unless you're going to fucking salad shop down the street or like Juice Land, which I also like to go to. <clears throat> Jersey Mike's is good. There's a place um, called Juice Land? Yeah, it's, it's an Austin establishment. It's all vegan food. It's really, really good. Makes sense. Um, okay. Next one, Brian. Okay. Also in the fast food industry happened on the same fucking day. <sighs> okay. The orders for the office guy in the line mm. at, at fucking Jersey Mike's or Subway. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I'm going to need seven subs, uh, all footlongs, or I guess at Jersey Mike's, they call them giant, which do not make the mistake I did the first time. You will never finish a giant sub on your own. Okay. <laughs> Regular is plenty. It's a, like a little six inch sub, and they load that bitch up with a lot of fucking meat. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, don't make that mistake. But, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need seven giants, uh, all fucking specialty subs. Um, can I also get added X, Y, and Z, Mike's way, da 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 da? Walks out of there with like an $80 order. And held the lineup for 20 minutes. I've seen people do that at Chipotle, and I want to burn them alive. I want to burn those people, like, on a stake outside the fucking Chipotle. Don't do this shit. <laughs> do not do that. Order ahead. Um, it's way easier to do absolutely. that. Absolutely. absolutely. And the people who do that in the drive through line, even worse. Right? Oh, like, yeah. both of those people, drive through line, need to put a GPS tracker, and I'll come burn your fucking house down. Um, guy in line outside of his car i'll just stake you up right there you know what gets um, me like just miss, infuriating mrs brian does this shit and it bugs the hell out of me we go someplace and it's you know, we get to the drive through order menu and uh, i go what do you want and she goes i don't know how to look at the menu i'm like okay listen i know we don't go to fast food very often but you know what you're gonna get you have a pretty goddamn good idea of what you're gonna order i know i did when we heard oh we're going to Waterburger tonight know exactly what i'm gonna order because I ordered the same thing last time, ordered the same thing the time before that, 
And you know what? 90% of the time, Mrs. Bryant is going to order the exact same thing that she ordered last sure. time. Sure. Oh, my God. It, it burns me up so much. And it happens with family members, like my mom and my sister. I don't know. I got to look at the menu. The fuck you do? The fuck you do? You order the same thing every time we go here. Like, there's no reason for this. Already, none. I'm going to prep. I'm going to actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell them your order. And then you can tell me if I need to change it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're not slowing down for this. <laughs> well, what kills me is like, I'll bring up like, all, like while we're sitting in line, I'm like, just pull open the app. We'll just start looking oh, at the sometimes, menu right now. Oh, but sometimes, out of out of spite they will order something else and you know they're, they they oh, like yeah. didn't you didn't, didn't want this <laughs> actually mean to do that but they're like okay just to prove a point i'll go with fucking rationing tonight or something yeah you know, like yeah i'll and, go with a salad um, no you won't there's yeah, no reason yeah to go a salad, salad and waterburger we're at waterburger yeah <laughs> um okay you did order yeah. grilled chicken at cracker barrel and i do want to point that out i did do that yeah. hold on one second my note like deleted itself. Okay. So yeah, we both just, that's annoying as shit. Okay. Next one. <clears throat> what I can only assume to be, um, a soccer mom on her way to fucking Botox or her next butt lift treatment. And Wes like tailgating my ass in a 35 mile an hour school zone, waiting for the school zone to end to only tailgate my ass more. Um, doesn't have to happen in Westlake, but you know these moms. They drive the fucking like QX85, whatever, <laughs> Infinity, the fucking Cadillac Escalade, the Chevy Tahoe, fucking Porsche Cayennes, thinking they own the fucking neighborhood. Normally 30, maybe 40. Not often that this rage lasts through your 40s, um, but definitely like... I don't, I don't know why life speeds up this much or why it needs to speed up this much. But I'm slowing down in the goddamn school zone, okay? And if I need to shortstop and you hit me, I will get out of the car and literally punch you in your fucking face. Right. Um, I Yeah, you are taking on a lot of risk doing that on my fucking ass. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I don't know if... if I, I had a very bad... Ex- this was in the same fucking neighborhood. I'm on my way to go, to <laughs> go get a sandwich. And literally, <laughs> this soccer mom's behind me riding my ass. I get to the fucking place. I can't get to the place I want to get to because of the fucking parking lot. Then there's a guy with eight fucking subs. Oh my god, this is the goddamn <laughs> perfect world for mm. pissing you off. It sounds like. Oh, oh my god. And then you wouldn't even imagine next thing. Okay, same Ish. fucking day. I go to H E B. All right, getting ready to make my venison fucking meat sauce that. I showed y'all and all right. I'm old man. Yeah. 30 plus. I don't know if I'd say fucking 20 plus, but let's give people benefit of the doubt. 30 plus old man, 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah. Old like, like a grown up, grown up man. Okay. Like in your twenties, you're not a grown up man. We don't qualify until we're 30. Okay. Okay. Grown men wearing fucking biker vests. Uh-huh. And or bandanas out in public, not riding bicycles. Just fucking. This is how they dress. Bicycle, okay? bicycle vest or motorcycle vest. Motorcycle vest. Okay. Like they're in some fucking bicycle club though. And uh... okay, that, was, that was a joke. Okay, okay, that was a joke. Um, so, um, we're not in the fucking Boy Scouts, right? Like we don't need to identify our clans as we walk through life. Like that is the most immature fucking way to dress, in my opinion. <clears throat> 
real quick. Um, he started this podcast off wearing a Patriots blazer. Yeah, sure, to but identify I don't wear that to your fucking clan. H-E-B on a regular basis. Like, this guy had a fucking crease in his head. He wears a bandana so often. Okay. Like, <laughs> who wears a bandana? I mean, come on. It's fucking winter. People want to What keep, are you doing? People want to keep sweat out of their eyes while they're at work. Oh, God. Yeah, if this guy had picked up a hammer, he wouldn't weigh 350 pounds. Well, maybe he's... No way. Maybe his dick is the hammer. I don't know. Yeah, there it is. I don't there know. There it is, Brian. I... I you know what? I used to hate on people wearing a bandana until I uh, worked outside for a summer. Okay. And I was like, fucking bandanas rule. I also, Brian. I'm with you. I don't wear them places because that's not a look that I'm into. Thank you, Brian. It's, that's my point. It's okay. not. This was 7 p.m. at a fucking H-E-B. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's got a rally. He's got to make it, too. He's on a run. <laughs> it's if, no. If you read this, no the bitch fell off. Reason. Was he wearing that shirt? <laughs> the dude got into like a Ford Fiesta, man. Like wearing a fucking biker vest, like those leather vests, and a bandana. I couldn't. I, mean, I just couldn't. It was too much. Was I can't wearing, do it. I'm sorry. He, I can't do it. It's fucking lame as shit. Get your life together. Was he wearing an MC patch? Was he an actual <clears throat> no. motorcycle club? I don't. Because you know, I didn't even pay attention. I wrote the guy off as soon as he walked. I figured he couldn't even pay for his beer. Okay. Well, now you're. I feel like you're alienating a good portion. Absolutely. Absolutely. If yeah, if if you dress like that on a daily basis, please and listen to this. Uh, Fucking stop listening to this. This advice is probably a little bit too advanced for you. God, I've got to Um, fix a situation that Mrs. Brian got herself into. All right, let's just take a pause. No, it's fine. I I can narrate through me opening a bottle of wine. Oh, oh, you're opening a bottle Jesus of wine. I, your camera's not on, so I, I didn't know, know what was sorry. going on. Right. Okay, so she, uh, clearly she, the ban- bandana wearing assholes don't piss you off as much as I do. I but no. I will clarify, if you are in 100 degree heat and you're wearing a bandana, I do not judge you at the fucking peak of the day or after work hours, whatever. I will, however, judge you if you show up to a, a fucking restaurant wearing a, a biker Fiesta. jacket. <laughs> yeah. And you're not riding your bike or like, even if you're riding your bike, what the fuck are you doing going out like that to a restaurant? Eh. Like, I, I don't understand it. I just don't. What 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 need in your life do you get fulfilled it's, by claiming that you're part of some fucking club that no one knows about? Well, it's the club. Dude, are you serious right now? I wear a shirt that says no beer left behind on it out to bars and and people look at me like I'm an <sighs> asshole. It's the same thing that you feel whenever you wear a uh a Springboks jersey to uh, watch okay. a rugby game. No, no, absolutely no, hear, no, not. no. Hear me out. It's the inclusion. Okay. Uh, it's it's feeling included into a group or into a part of society. It's the same thing. Now, their inclusion and group of society may be a little dirtier and rougher than most. No, 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 no. no. We have a word for it. It's fucking immature. Is it? Because also, <laughs> anybody wearing a college like is watching a college football game wearing a college shirt. Is pretty fucking immature as well. <laughs> no. Okay. So he, here's he, okay. Let me. Okay. I I get where where you're coming from. Okay. I I, I place these two people on the same level in society. Okay. Mister, I only wear OU shit every single day, even to work, guy. Yeah. And Mister, biker jacket, bandana guy. They have not figured out that society. We'll accept um, them for who they are. Is, is not like there are multiple prisms to society and sporting and fandom is but one prism yeah. and belonging to your exclusive fucking club is but another prism. Um, these things 
rarely need to be outside of their boxes, right? Like, yeah. There's no, <laughs> I've literally never participated in my office school spirit Fridays because I don't feel a need to wear OSU shit to fucking work. <laughs> um, I just don't. So, all right. I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but my gripe is a little bit more on the, you look like, like an asshole. I don't care if you wear it. Just keep it in your fucking lane. Like, keep it in your lane, okay? I don't need to see this at the fucking sushi restaurant. Um, <laughs> if you're at a dive bar, cool, bro. Yeah. If you're at goddamn P.F. Chang's and you're trying to get, <laughs> eat some yeah. street-style noodles. Start here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's... Okay, so best part about these biker clubs, sometimes it's like dentists from Buda. <laughs> like, uh, you're like, what? Yeah. okay you guys have fucking skulls on your jackets come on <laughs> perfect teeth let's fucking stop it um okay then all right so i show up to heb this fucking guy's there buying some fucking prunes then check out okay now you know me brian i am a big proponent of welfare i understand people who need food stamps i understand the state of life that <clears throat> like could potentially get you to needing food stamps and i i absolutely think we should help those people and that's fine um i do have one qualm and i know it's it's partially how the system is set up but maybe maybe i'm more angry at food stamps than i am at the person but irrespective i'm angry of these situations when you check out and the person in front of you is buying shit with food stamps and it's all trash yeah. Okay. And I know that fresh fruits and whatnot are more expensive. So f- with food stamps, they don't go as far for fresh food. But then again, SNAP is the supplemental food program. It is not meant to be just like Social Security is supplemental income. It is not meant to be your only source of food. Okay. So. It does that gets to me every time. It just annoys me that the system is both set up to where they don't negotiate fair prices or lower prices for you know fresh healthy options. Fresh healthy options. <clears throat> but also that the people on the food stamps seem to not understand that this is a supplemental program. It cannot be your only source of income for food. But okay, if that's so, if that is your only source of income you have left for food then that's where the I, issue lies. Totally understand. And the other the other thing is is like it leads into like minimum wage needing to be higher so that people don't rely on this as their only source of income for food and whatnot. I get it. The the, the conversation is broader than that one scenario, but that scenario still just fucking pisses me off every time I see it. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't put too much blame on the person purchasing so much. Um because I mean like if you're trying to feed a family of four like your options are, you know, two bananas or a week's worth of ramen. You're going to yeah. go a fucking week's worth of ramen or what, you know, whatever the situation may be to get all four mouths fed versus buy some fresh I, produce. Absolutely. No, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a multifaceted discussion, right? I'm my, my gear is, is grinded by all of the above and it presents itself in the scenario where some massively obese person is using Snap to buy fucking Cheetos. Yeah. And it happens like this every fucking time. Yeah. Um that uh, that yeah, that is just it infuriates me when that happens. And it's it's not 
I, the blame is to be spread around. I don't blame the person for needing Snap. I also don't blame the person for buying what's most efficient on Snap. Yeah. Um, but I do like a part of me says, okay. Um, well, because you know the resources are available for that person to learn what a healthy option would be, so they wouldn't find themselves and to also not have to rely on Snap to well, be your primary source of food in an economy where unemployment is 3.7%. Like you can drive for Uber. I understand it sucks and it's not a fair wage and all yeah, that, but, but it will help you afford better food options. Like it's not the, I mean, we can get a whole discussion about welfare options and, and um, uh, government assistance on uh, like for household income based on household incomes. Like it is not a stepped program for household income for government assistance. It is a it's a cliff. So if you make say twenty five thousand dollars is the cutoff. If you make twenty five thousand and one dollar, you no longer receive assistance. Yeah. So some, I mean, you're you're not allowing people one to better themselves out of a hole. You're telling them to jump off a cliff. And yeah, it is easy for us to say like, hey, you know, just go find another. No, job. no, no. I yeah. So yes, the the cuts to. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, the discussion is multifaceted. Yeah. That's not so when I say, yeah, okay, you can go drive for Uber or whatever. I understand that that would mean their healthcare premium would go up because they're going to qualify at a different yeah. income bracket. And like, this is all stuff that needs to be factored in when it comes to that situation, not pissing me off anymore because it exists <laughs> due to a whole slew of things that's structurally unfair in society. It's not, can yeah, we just it's definitely not. Can we just make a nobody left behind blanket statement and blame Mitch McConnell? We can, yeah. Okay. I don't blame that motherfucker Mitch, for anything. Mitch McConnell's a fucking dick. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. So my note literally just deleted. So oh, that was fun. Shit. Um hold on, hold on one second. Go Let's back in the archives. It. it can't say it ain't so, Frank. Say it ain't so. It is uh gone. Okay. Well, um so <laughs> Do you remember the, what it was? Yeah. So then I leave fucking HEB. And it, this was after the snap thing. And I have a nice rest. Uh, next day, get up, go park. Um, where did I park? I can't remember. Drove somewhere, parked. And okay, very Texas thing maybe a very south thing but mr fucking small dick big truck gotcha. can't park big truck but owns it anyways gotcha um parks me in and few <laughs> things get me more fired up than having the big truck not being able to park it or not being willing to park it in a reasonable spot to where the parking lot is still useful. Right. Okay. Um, you are not that important. The fact that you spend what I can virtually guarantee for the most part is almost 100% of a yearly salary to purchase said truck and lift kit and all that shit. Probably with a certain degree of certainty um, are renting or own. Them shit's if on, you had shit's yeah. on payments, son. Yeah. So, if this is your life, you need to reevaluate. 
your life because all you're doing is pissing society off as you're walking through. Were you driving? And I know you might not care because you have your truck nuts on the back. Were you driving but... your truck or were you driving your Mercedes? No, I was driving the Mercedes. Yeah. But I was I, I parked what like I parked out like a normal not, person. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fucking yeah. I don't know. The person it, who it, person who drives the truck sees your car in the same way that you see their car. Oh. Not okay. saying it's right, but I'm just giving you a, a redneck insight as to what's going on in their psyche. <laughs> well, I, I park my car well. So I don't really understand why you're pissed off that people own nice things. And it's goddamn German. We don't like it. Fucking we won the war both times. <laughs> Her truck's probably twice as much as mine. It is to be one hundred percent sixty, seventy thousand dollars for your fucking truck. You can go fuck yourself. Um, okay, dude, you've never seen a more surprised look on my face until I heard the resale value of a fucking Dodge diesel truck. I was like, shut the hell up! Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, because the Cummins fucking diesel will run. The, some of those things run to a million miles. It's, People paid shit tons of money for this. It's things. insane. So, okay, um, the the last two, okay, okay, because there was another one and I just can't remember it. But nah. maybe okay. it'll come to you. There's this Davos World World Economic Forum. I don't know why we changed it to Davos. It used to be called the World Economic Forum. Everybody referred to it as such, and it would actually switch cities. Um, and now it's just in Davos because apparently everybody was like, "Oh, this is such a great fucking Dav- little town." Davos is a place. Yeah, it's a it's a town. I believe it's in Switzerland or Austria. I can't remember, but it at any given time Uber during the World places. Economic Forum, yeah, is the most. Yeah, it's in Switzerland. It's the most um, heavily secured place on Earth during this week, and has the most private planes per capita this week. Um, at 1,300 private jets. So funny thing about the World Economic Forum this year, specific focus being uh, being placed on climate change um, due to its potential economic impact in the future. Yeah. Um, You cannot, in all seriousness. Okay, so this is where it gets fucking more societal and political than at the start. You cannot, in all seriousness, tell me you're going to send what probably amounts to 1400 people to go discuss private fucking or discuss climate change when they each take a private jet to get there. <laughs> like what's if, contributing uh, we, to you, this? We started like four flights and no. you, you all would have been there and you know, uh, what happens if two of those flights go down then like 80% yeah. of the richest people in the world are dead. Oh God, we'd be so horrible off, you know, cause they're the only <laughs> ones that can really make the decisions for society. Um, yeah, so I oh my god that 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 entire thing just Davos World Economic Forum has pissed me off since the early two thousands when I found out or learned right I mean you kind of as you study business finance and economics you learn about these various kind of meetings including the summits uh, in Aspen and the Ideas Fest. Uh oh. We lost Frank again. I don't know what he was about to say. Let's see if he comes back. All right, we're back. I think you were about to say Ideas Festival. 
yeah 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 so yeah aspen has their ideas festival each year and that's the whole thing but davos is like the mecca for just fucking incredible amounts of rich people showing up and talking about world politics and what they can potentially do right so god okay i'm not going to skip to my second grinds my gear i'm going to go to the first one first okay so okay so these fuckers show up they're all stupidly wealthy because they live in a society that just fucking loves and kisses at the feet of capitalists so they show up they uh say the most ignorant shit most of the week um but the best part is is they don't understand why people don't like love them right so they 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 go to discuss climate change and show up in 1300 fucking private jets and somehow we're all supposed to be like oh whoa whoa (laughs) that's great right like Back in the day when the monarchy was in charge and we had fucking lords and all this shit, do you think the poor people were just like, oh my God, I'm so glad that lord has all that land? The plebes? Yeah. No, yeah, not yeah, really. Yeah. It's just so fucking glad that I get to work on his land every day. Okay. So anyway, this is how these people treat their, their economic form, right? And the most ignorant shit always happens when shit's about to hit the fan. So in 2007, right, um, I believe... And I have to check this up, but it was in the early kind of the late stages of of mortgage backed securities. The Nobel Peace Prize was awarded to the guy who came up with the securitization of um, loans. So it was it was like a group of guys. So they get the Nobel Peace Prize, get their million dollars, whatnot. They speak at Davos the next year. Davos is like in love with these people. They're like gods at this fucking forum because <clears throat> all of a sudden banks can have a billion dollars in cash and lend. Uh, or leverage that to invest in like $40 billion worth of securities. And then Lehman goes bankrupt. So um, it's just this new fucking wave of of thinking and talking. And then they meet the next year and then they're like, oh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Right. So this always happens. This is how this fucking conference works. Always, always, always. They mention something and the opposite happens. I've never (laughs) seen Davos come out and be like, oh my God, I'm so glad they met and finally discussed climate change. So it's never worked like that. It's the most worthless fucking conference on earth. And it's just a bunch of rich people sucking each other's dick for like three weeks. Sounds so, fun. okay. Um, some highlights from this conference include, uh, okay. So, so like I said, climate change was a big deal. Nothing really has come out. I think the first half of Davos was spent on, get this wealth inequality so rich people <laughs> talking are discussing about <laughs> wealth inequality like they fucking get it right so this paypal guy is like oh yeah um we need to uh, uh we need to uh, enable banking for poor people because two-thirds of the world don't have access to banking now you and i regular people well okay so mostly you yeah probably don't know why um, poor people don't have access to banking. Okay. Yeah. It is a construct of the fucking banking system. Like rich people don't want poor people in the banking system. It right. increases the risk of the entire system. So now all of a sudden they're like, oh, we need to enable banking for the poor people. Listen, motherfucker, you've gone literally, I mean, banking's been around since the fucking Greeks and the Romans. So for that amount of time, Bank accounts have always been kind of exclusive. And even today, bank accounts are exclusive, right? Yeah. There are fees associated with low-income um, bank bank accounts for the most part. Like, people can't afford the wire transfers. They can't afford 
uh, overdraft fees. So they, they operate in cash, right. but they also in operating in cash, keep a lot of money that could be leveraged for investment across the globe out of the, out of the circulation. financial system. Yeah. And in the meantime, these rich people are hoarding a bunch of money and they're kind of running out of money to hoard because there's not enough interest being accrued in banks to, you know, trickle up. So, okay. So now this, this wealth inequality, right? We're discussing wealth inequality. An enabler is to get people bank accounts because they need to be able to invest. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? No, you know what you need to do? You need to pay the motherfucker. Yeah. So you can actually have a goddamn bank account. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) what in the fuck? Like, and it's it's the most back asswards thinking that I've ever, and I get so pissed at this conference every fucking year because it's the same shit. Yeah, it's just rich people discussing reasons why they're not the problem, and there's actually a solution for for people um, if they would just listen. And right. every fucking time these fucks are wrong. So they discuss wealth inequality. Then uh, Alexandria Ocasio Ortez does her speech over here where she talks about seventy percent marginal tax rates, which is totally reasonable and totally needs to happen. Um, she discusses this, and I mean. I sort of kind of respected this human being. So, okay, let me just say, I'm switching to my other grinds, my gears now. The first one was just Davos in general. The fucking thing is worthless. Get rid of it. It's the most fucking, (laughs) like, it is a billionaire orgy of of stroking egos. That is all that thing is. they, They never come up with any solutions. It's unnecessary. There's no reason for our government to travel to it. It's fucking worthless. Tony Blair laughed on a fucking interview when the lady literally told him, like, listen, you're talking about wealth inequality. The BBC lady, uh, Anna Kirkpatrick, she said, uh, you're talking about or Anne Kirkpatrick, Anne Kirkpatrick. Um, he's like, she goes, you're 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 talking about wealth inequality when um, you and your group, essentially, uh the people at Davos started the Iraq war. Don't pay living wages. Um, <laughs> like structured the financial collapse. She goes, don't you think that's a bit disingenuous? <laughs> and he starts laughing like a fucking dick. So these people are just sitting there with all this money and they're like, ha, 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 ha. look at this popper making this fucking good point. We'll just laugh it off. Cause I don't really have to answer it. I'll just go fucking take a bath in my $10 bills. Yeah. So, okay, so that's the reason Davos never works. It's a fucking shit show of just egotistical maniacs. So Michael Dell, after Ocasio-Cortez does this, or Cortez does this speech about 70% marginal tax rates, which if you don't understand progressive taxation, I really recommend you get caught up on this really quickly because it's about to be a massive fight with $2 trillion deficits running um, probably by the next election marginal taxation and the tax overhaul that people have been waiting for for fucking 15 years is going to happen. So get caught up on what progressive taxation is and what a marginal tax rate system is. And just be sure you understand because you're going to get lost and you're going to get sold a crock of shit about how 70% of your income is going to be taken away, which is fucking bullshit. Um, That's what they're going to sell you. That's not what it is. So get caught up on it. We might have a whole episode on it so I can explain it. But, okay, she says this thing. Okay. Michael Dell gets asked a question about 
on a panel, right? Because all these guys, for some reason, these billionaires, they get together and ask each other questions on panels. That makes sense. Like Comic-Con. It's kind of like Comic-Con, Brian, but it's not. Like with way douchier people. (laughs) A ton of money in attendance, okay? Um, the festival, I th- I think the 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 median income at the festival is like something like two hundred million dollars a year. Okay, it's something stupid. Um, if you have the right to go to the festival, you're either a CEO of a Fortune five hundred company, most likely Fortune fifty, um, or a very high up operations person making millions a year. Uh, these these are not. Like, oh, hi, I'm a VP at J.P. Morgan. No, 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 motherfucker. If if you're not Jamie Dimon, you're not at this festival. So, okay. So they all pay a shit ton to go. Then they go to panel discussions. And then people like Michael Dell gets asked questions by like, I don't know, fucking Bernie Madoff or something. Like, it's <laughs> fucking, it's so stupid. So, okay, we're sitting in the crowd. And now one guy who's obviously going to be in the 70% tax bracket, ask the other guy who will for sure be in the 70% tax bracket a question about the 70% tax bracket. Okay? And the news fucking covers it all. Like, wall the ball, Michael Dell, when has the 70% tax bracket ever worked? Direct quote. And the genius is, is they also sometimes set up their own tripwire in these fucking conferences by inviting academia yeah. Who they I think think make a shit ton of money, but if even if you're a professor at MIT, you're making like a couple hundred grand a year. Yeah. So they invite this MIT economics guy and he's on the same fucking panel, right? Because the panel's gotta have some fucking balance clout to it. Yeah. Uh I don't know, Mr. Computer Guy graduated from UT Austin with a fucking <clears throat> computer science major. Why is he talking about wealth inequality at an economic forum? Like what the fuck is going on? So he he says this thing, right? So Dell Oh, 70%. When has a 70% marginal tax rate ever worked? MIT guy like lets him go on his fucking rant, whatever. And he goes, actually, Michael, um, if you're looking for a country where it has worked, it's the United States. (laughs) (laughs) We were a 90% top marginal tax rate country in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s. So, um, and it did not hamper our growth one bit. So... Yeah, so Michael Dell is my second one, an ignorant <laughs> fucking billionaires like Michael Dell who think all you need to do is give people bank accounts and keep taxes low. Uh, they are what I would call your fucking moonlight philanthropists, okay? Moonlight philanthropists? Absolutely. They fucking irk me more than pretty much anything, right? They're so disingenuous. So they'll they'll give money to both conservatives and liberals for policies that they appreciate. Low taxes on the conservative side, liberal socially positive policies that they can kind of agree with. Don't don't sell them Medicare for all because they don't see how that can work. It's going to take too much of their money. Yeah. So um, they're not going to do that. But, you know, I don't know. Prison reform sounds fine. That's great. It's good. Good liberal progressive policy. It looks good on that. paper. So, yeah. So then they do. Um these fucks are capitalists, okay? Understand this. This is the game we're playing. They will try to sell you that 70% marginal taxation is not going to work. You and I, and literally, statistically, 99.999% of, of society will never see that tax bracket. Yeah. Do not let the 0.001% of the world and their fucking kids 
fuck this up. Okay. Cause they are well on their way with things like Davos where they stay together and they have these conversations and they strategize about who they're going to give money to. Cause they have billions of dollars. We need to stick together. And this fucking uh, shutdown is, is a great sign that normal people will stick together and not be bullied by fucking demagogues and their policies to fuck people over because the battle is only beginning. Wealth inequality is the, and I mean, we've been talking about this shit on the show since the start, yeah. right? So this is not a new soapbox, but it's a, it's the shit storm is approaching and you will hear plenty of rhetoric about wealth inequality over the next two years. Our next election will be all about wealth inequality and climate change. They are the defining moments of our generation. And you need to get caught up on why taxation from a corporate perspective and high incomes matter and how it's going to actually translate back into better living standards for everybody, not just people who go to fucking Davos. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Frank. Sorry. I got got all fired up. That was good, man. Your gears were ground. Like completely Dude. smooth there. I, I felt, I felt like if you had had a gun uh, when you were at HEB, you might have fucking caused a scene by shooting out the big truck's tires. Dude, this I kid you not. Three days of shit show. When the Michael Dell thing came out, and the PayPal guy who was like, "We need to enable banking for poor people." When those two things came out, it just blew my fucking lid. I turned off everything and I was like, I need to go for a walk. I cannot do (laughs) this moment in life. Like these people are selling a crock of shit so that in the back end, they don't have to pay taxes. They're going to convince all these fucking border wall maniacs to go with them on this trip. And those people will never earn enough money to where this even matters. But one day, Frank, one day. When the fucking lottery. Well, then this, in, in that case, it's a 50% gift tax. It's not a this, fucking income tax. No, no. My my new invention that I got, which is the rock, the, the lazy boy bidet, is going to take off like a shit show. It's going to oh, be great. God, man. You uh, know, and it's the it's the it's the guy who who sits there and they think they're going to strike it with an invention, right? Because they're like, oh, you look at the super soaker guy. The guy was a fucking rocket scientist. Super like, what do you guy. mean? Look at the super soaker guy. I understand you think inventing a toy is simple. It is not. There's plastic <laughs> fucking molding that goes on with this shit. <laughs> I mean, it's always those people who are like, I shake my head because oh, the idea is so, so simple. Yeah, in theory, it is simple. You are correct. Try sitting and going, what is a simple problem that everybody has that I can solve with my skill set? If you can throw those three things together, yes, maybe, maybe you'll see a tax bracket higher than the one you're in one day. Now think about, okay, throw those three skills together and figure out how to sell it. Right. Yeah. Cause nothing sells itself. Figure out how to sell it. Cause 90% of people do not have sales skills. You've been to any fucking fast food restaurant, <laughs> any fucking ticket booth. These kids growing up, our kids, us, our parents, that's when you learn selling skills. You don't learn it in corporate America, okay? Either you have people skills and you can convince people to do shit they don't fully think they should be doing, or you don't. You don't learn how to sell. You have a personality for selling. It's a gift. Some people can sort of get better at it across life, but most people who know how to sell succeed. People who don't, don't. That is a fact, okay? Um so if you happen to have that skill and you're able to put these other three skills together, 
that's a pretty lethal combination. Maybe now, right, you can see this tax bracket. But then, oh my God, you need investors. 90% of society don't even know where to go get investors. Well, if I had a bank... Uh, I'll go ask my mom. Okay, mom, ten grand. How far is that going to get? <laughs> if, I had, if I had access to a local bank, Frank, you see the problem yeah. here. I see the problem, Brian. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it, Apple was started in a garage. It's probably someone's retort. Oh, and I'm like, God. yeah, by two fucking geniuses. geniuses. <laughs> One guy is a fucking incredible salesman in Steve Jobs, and the other guy was a literal fucking genius computer scientist in the name of of, of Steve Wozniak. So. Um, yeah, don't don't get at me with your fucking bullshit theory that one day you'll be Bill Gates. Okay, the only person who bullshitted his way into that amount of wealth is the fucking Snapchat guy. Okay, Evan <laughs> oh, Spiegel, God. Oh, God. only person who bullshitted his way up the ladder. <laughs> Frank really does not like the Snapchat guy. Oh, I don't know if you've God. listened to the There's show. Not long a enough. more punchable face on earth. <laughs> there is not, and that includes the MAGA hat kid, uh, Sean, whatever his name is, Sean White. No, the fucking dude Savannah Guthrie interviewed this morning. That was no. my other grinds my gears. No. Why the fuck are we interviewing racists? You're a fucking racist. Move on. I don't need to explain to you why you're a fucking racist. Go read a fucking book. But he like, was antagonized I'm, by a black Muslim. I am so fucking done with this shit, dude. Like, <laughs> why? Why do we need to tell people you're fucking dumb for this reason? No, yeah. no. You go figure out why you're dumb. Okay, society has moved past your fucking ignorance. Oh, my black face uh, on the fucking court. That's just kind of you know school spirit. Mm, yeah, twenty nineteen. <laughs> uh, okay, you enjoy your school spirit in your fucking racist house. Okay, go go do that. You do you, and understand why society won't employ you because of that picture. And then you just figure it out. I don't I don't give a shit. Like I don't need you to come explain to me why I'm wrong for thinking you're racist when you did something that was racist right yeah. like <laughs> i don't i don't understand it like and then they they weasel their way out of it oh well, everything's racist and everything's fucking no 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 you sound you're like a fucking child yeah that well like, that's a, a so i had gotten into a discussion with my dad about the first amendment and i could see where he was wanting to go down like a real conservative path and then i just straight up told him i was like listen the first amendment only works if you have a morality because as it stands, like the way the First Amendment works, you can say whatever you want as long as you are able to receive the repercussions of the words that come out of your mouth. And when the repercussions of something racist are you're fucking racist, like that only carries weight if you care about being racist. If you yeah, don't, I don't, need to, I don't need to entertain you. Yeah. In a in a in a debate <laughs> about whether or not it's racist, whether like, or not you're that, an asshole. <laughs> It it's not matter. that's not my job. You go figure out why society fucking fucking steamrolled you and yeah. then don't do it again. You don't you know like yeah. it's as simple as that. I it's mean, like it's this like is if how you got broken survived for so long. Like the discussion wasn't oh you're racist and fuck you. The discussion was well I mean it kind of wasn't that racist and I mean um it, it, well back then they wouldn't say like when I was growing up, apartheid was much more fucking advanced than it was in the beginning. In the beginning, it was N word this, N word that, whatever. Yeah. Towards the end, it was them, they, right? Yeah. So um, <laughs> they hate us too and shit like that. And you're like, it listen, motherfucker, you're just fucking racist and move on. Like society does not want you. We've said this. Yeah. We just had a whole vote on whether or not your fucking maggot policies matter. And you fucking got steamrolled. So 
I don't need to entertain you. We don't need to give credence to your fucking points about government shutdowns and border wall security. And <clears throat> the polls are out there. Fucking stop interviewing these people. No one, no one, no one cares except the 32% of people who are still hanging on by the fucking left ball of Donald Trump. <laughs> left ball. <laughs> he, he's, I am so sick. He doesn't that was my last grinds my gear. I just remembered that I wrote that down before. I, uh, anyone who listen, anyone who has grown up, uh, around people of wealth of any level, you don't have to be like Frank, where you grew up, like that was a whole different level of wealth than I am even like capable of recognizing the same way with Mrs. Brian. She grew up in a crazy rich part of DFW, but even the moderate wealth that I grew up around. When I see that stupid shit-eating grin face on that kid, standing, oh, I've in front seen of, that. standing in front of the Native American man playing a drum, you know exactly what that fucking kid was doing. You know exactly I've seen, I've, that I've, face has never been in trouble. It, that face exactly. has gotten out of every that face. That is the face of white privilege. When you look up it's, white privilege it's the in the face of a fucking weasel, the guy's gotten away with it his whole fucking life. That and is, this time he kind of got called with his pants down, and then mommy brought in a PR firm. Yeah, I, dude, I cannot tell you how angry that, that little shithead made me, <laughs> because oh it brought back every memory of a fucking kid who daddy called and got him out of trouble. Uh, he, mm-hmm. Homeboy got caught drinking and driving, hit like wrecked a car, and didn't get in trouble. Town, Kentucky, you think this man has ever seen a black person? Oh, really? he probably has. outside of the basketball time. teams that traveled into his fucking <laughs> private school, little community school. Also, can we just bring yeah. up the fact that I know that geographically speaking, it's not that ridiculous of a travel, but for a high schooler in Kentucky to travel to Washington D.C. No, 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 no. I, that's a two-day drive, <laughs> dude. Okay, so real quick, we were. I was talking to uh, some people on Instagram about some uh, about some field trips that we took in grade school. And I brought up that my school was so poor, we never went on field trips after third grade. We just stopped going on them. Um, but we did take some, take some fucked up field trips when I was younger. Uh, one of them uh, in first grade or kindergarten. I can't remember exactly when it was, but we took a trip to the prison. We took a field trip to a fucking prison. <laughs> So let's let for let's for a little different world for shits and giggles, Brian. We're gonna say Lexington to DC, and yeah, that's a nine-hour drive in a car, in a bus, which is what I'm assuming they took chartered. That's at least ten to twelve hours. Yeah. So, granted, okay, that you can probably sleep in the bus. Let's let's generously say it's a day's drive. I'm thinking they probably with these privileged kids split it up into two days. Um, but irrespective of whatever the time is, it's at least a day away for these motherfuckers to go protest, forcefully protest. I guess <laughs> they're forced to do this. I yeah. can only imagine yeah. if they didn't do it, maybe that fucking <laughs> priest that stood behind them while they berated a Native American. <laughs> uh okay so anyways yeah that whole thing is fucked i i i don't know like and then people are like oh go watch the fucking video of this and that and okay if you grew up or you lived at all in the northeast you know the fucking hebrew israelites are a fucking bunch of douchecocks you don't need to talk to, they're the same as the hasidic jews 
Just fucking ignore them. They're assholes. They treat everybody else like shit. Just leave them alone. Uh, it's like the, are you saying that they're comparable to the Westboro Baptist Church goers? They're the exact same thing, yeah. man. Like, okay, ex- the Hasidic Jews are the most racist fucking sect in Brooklyn. Okay. They live in their own fucking neighborhood and just black people just don't go there. They're like, fuck it. We're done. <laughs> like, why can't society just do this? Just fuck these kids. Leave them alone. I don't give a shit. You go live in your fucking racist compound wherever you want. Let's just make sure racist policies don't get to DC in the form of Donald Trump. Like, let's, let's talk about that shit. Leave these kids. I don't give a shit. You go grow up in your fucking racist little world that you think is going to one day, you know, Pay take, off. take yeah. the country back. Because I mean, I'm telling you right now, there are way more minorities having kids than white people. So <laughs> good, good luck with your strategy. Okay. It's going to, the long run is going to be real long and maybe a couple plagues away. I don't know. Um, wow. So yeah, that, yeah, that, that whole thing just, fucked it's so fucked it's just it uh, it made me angry just because it brought back some like real i mean like even in college you saw some kids get away with some shit that other kids did the exact same thing and they did not like they get kicked out of school versus yeah some kids do some real shady shit that should have gotten them arrested and they're back in class on monday morning this dude is for sure mr hunter mile in a miata hundred mile in an hour in Miata dad calls the sheriff. Yeah. Like that's what he is. Yeah. There's no fucking doubt about it. Um, okay. Last thing. All right. And this is a recent edition. Okay. Sports fan who can't get over the loss. Okay. All right. All right. Are you talking about new Orleans saints fans? I'm, I'm talking in general because it's happened to lots of teams, but yeah. Okay. If you've played team sports or you've played sports in general, you do understand that the absolute lamest thing in the world is to say there was one moment that I couldn't affect that lost me the match. Okay. Serena Williams last night lost her fucking match after rolling her ankle. Now I can tell you on a tennis court that hinders you for at least an hour. Okay. If you're going to keep playing. At the pace that they're playing, the cuts they're having to make on the court, it it's detrimental to roll your ankle on a tennis court. Most of the time, you retire um, because you can do serious damage. You mean just for the match, retire? Like yeah, you just retire. Okay. She was up five one in the final set. Rolled her ankle, lost the match seven five. Okay, dreadful, like just heartache. She got interviewed afterwards, and she said. Once it was 5-1, I had two match points. The lady played lights out. I've never seen her play tennis like that. She played great. She deserved to win. That's one way to approach the the moment in the turning point. Okay. The other way, and I understand it was a ref's call. Don't (laughs) fucking, right? It's to then say that was the reason. And then just completely ignore the fact that Drew Brees threw Threw the fucking ball away (laughs) in overtime. Like, Listen, man, I get it sucks to lose. And I get that you also lost the Minneapolis miracle play last year. I get this. These are facts. Here's what's not right. You had the opportunity to make up for all that. Mm-hmm. And you're still trying to make it about the fucking call. I don't ugh, I don't get it. It's immaturity again. Just immature. It's the same fucking person that goes both sides on the fucking Covington whatever people and <laughs> Same person. 
Yeah. Same fucking person. Luke, there's no room in this world for lukewarm people. Is that what you're saying? No. Yeah. No, Joe Mowers just need to fucking leave. Joe Mowers. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Poured on twin fan. <laughs> Those fucking that commercials great. that you sent last night were awful. I was in a fever haze <laughs> and watching through them, like in and out of consciousness. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And then I started thinking, like, how did Joe Mauer of Minneapolis Twins fame, how did he get so many goddamn endorsement deals? And how come Texas Rangers don't have that many endorsement deals? From head and shoulders and shit. Yes, like, like <laughs> insanity. I, I will tell you, I did tweet the Twins, and I'm going to keep on this. The commercial that he did for Lando Lakes for their milk, there was a series of them. Is it has disappeared off the face of this earth? Well, from the way you were describing it in the thread, it sounded like the reason was because they, like they self destructed, they were so bad. I know this themselves. Was the most, it might be the greatest athlete commercial ever. Like, I'm not kidding you, this shit was hilarious and everybody remembers it. And that's the best type of commercial because it's it can be bad. Yeah, this is a horrible fucking commercial, but you want to see this again. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's watchworthy, it, absolutely. The man literally. Okay, I I don't know they they show plays of him playing outside with his dog and I think with his brother and I don't know like this whole thing and then finally he sits down at a table with cereal and it's Lando Lakes in his hand and he goes pour it on Twins fans pour it on I want to share that's this. it I want to finish I want to share this with you over. this is this might be the most famous of uh, the commercial outtakes by a professional athlete ready. Action. Gatorade, is it in you? Gatorade, is it in you? Gatorade, is it in you? Why? No. Is he talking about a dildo? It's Michael Jordan. Ready? I know. Is it in you? Listen. Gatorade, is it in you? What are you doing? Gatorade, is it in you? Is it in you? Why are you talking like that? What are you fucking it doing? Like he's asking about a dildo, man. or like, just a dick in general. Is yeah. it in you? Is, is it, it in, in you? 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 Is it in? I'm not sure. <laughs> I can feel it, but is it in you? <laughs> I know you say you want Gatorade, but is it in you? Yeah. Like, oh my god! Fucking, do you? Talk? Yeah, this is okay. So this poured on thing had to have happened the same outtakes. Like <laughs> I couldn't. Willem and I, the first time we saw it, it was like back in TiVo day, and we were like, "Holy shit, what?" <laughs> and we rewind it. We we're like, "Oh my god, pour this it is on!" Gold. Like just poured on, Twins fans, poured on. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> never seen a commercial more anticlimactic. After like, it's <laughs> one of those like, do you remember when uh, Brett Favre was doing that commercial with Wranglers where he was throwing the ball around the oh, pitch? Shit, yeah, like, fucking okay similar and like brett Favre is on the fucking field and he turns around and he goes like i got wranglers or whatever and fine good execution not memorable right like i remember it because i fucking hated that commercial but like i bet you 90 percent of people who saw the commercial be like yeah and kind of remember it joe mowers was like that and then he sits down with a bowl of cereal and starts pouring milk and says for the first time in the whole ad something and, <laughs> and it made no sense as to why he said it why milk was being advertised to only twins fans why they were like why were they 
like forcing people to use more milk than they needed the poor cows <laughs> like I, di- I didn't yeah just could not string together um what this marketing firm was going for oh yeah no it doesn't doesn't appear to be on the YouTubes, I'm actively searching for it. I, yeah, so that's why I tweeted the twins. I was like, guys, where is this fucking commercial? This makes no sense. The world needs it. The world it does. fucking it, needs it. If only, if only to resee it like one more time. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so great. Well, um, can I tell you uh, my big announcement, and then we can wrap for the evening for the yeah, episode. Okay, so as many of you know. Um, I have spent the last year um, living as a as a Jewish man. After my brother received the twenty uh, three and Me documents that said uh, that our family was a certain percentage of Ashkenazi Jew. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You it doesn't qualify if you don't remember the percentage. Well, it was like 18%, something like that. Okay. But it was like uh, 23andMe does the longest, like the furthest back, um, okay, okay. like uh, Ancestry. Which Technically, I, you think you're more. Well, obviously. No, Ashkenazi Jew, um, they are the people who left the Promised Land and who uh, moved to Belgium and Central Europe and started their own clans. The Do what? Spread the word. Yeah, spread the word of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jewish. Oh. Anyway... <clears throat> You know what? Well, you're gonna to want to be real sure you don't say Jesus Christ after that. Yeah, no, that's how they trip you up. That is how they trip you up. Okay, so I'm I'm logging back in because I received my ancestry uh, DNA uh, last oh, week. Okay, tell me these are clashing. So, and it's weird because my brother also did ancestry, so I can see what percentages of his stuff he got and what percentages of my stuff that like okay. we're not the same at all. I mean, oh, we, we're, there's there's some overlap. There's some overlap. It's not like we have different fucking parents. <laughs> there's overlap. But, well, there's sometimes I would like to think it's less. But uh, So basically what it amounts to, and uh, Mrs. Bryant thought this was fucking hilarious. Um, 68% English, Wales, and Northern Europe. Which is basically just the fucking island there. Now Big. the next the next thing as an American, I'm going to tell you is what? No why shit. Why don't you have an accent? Yeah, why don't I? Why don't I have an accent? <laughs> I lost it in the Great War. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, the number of people who are like, "Oh, you're first generation immigrant. Well, where's your accent? Uh, have you learned another language? <laughs> <laughs> you clearly haven't attempted." <laughs> uh, so then the next part is uh, Germanic, uh, like eighteen okay. percent. Sure. Explains the nose. Fr- I feel like Sorry, racist I didn't as mean shit. To say Jesus that. Christ. Uh, then, then is French. Ooh, ooh, curveball out of left France. The attitude. Shut up. And then the the drinking side of me comes out in the six percent Ireland and Scotland. So mm. what's hilarious is it tells you what other regions uh, uh, fall in have been tested, and uh, I am zero percent Asian and zero percent African. Which is statistically Ooh, almost impossible. <laughs> yeah, you guys were real racist back it's in the day. Real white, real white. <laughs> so uh, while while it is possible that Ashkenazi Jew rolls into that Germanic world, um, it's not not as not as likely as we once thought. Because everything seemed to settle a little further west than where the well, where the OG 
OG yeah, people I mean, rolled through. You put into those things, dude. hundred like, percent, frankly. I think what you else? put. I put fifty dollars down onto it in a gift that I received. So, what are we doing? Wait, someone gave you a gift and you had to pay fifty dollars? No, no. I just, I just know they paid fifty dollars for the gift. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought someone was like, "Yeah, here's a twenty-three and me halfway. Here's, here's, <laughs> like, a, here's an idea." <laughs> Yeah. I really want you to do the twenty three and me test, but I can only afford to have it. Yeah, no. No, it was it was a gift, but I know it only it was only fifty bucks. But it was Well, fun. Brian, congratulations. I mean, you I definitely was- have the um human uh effeminate emotional uh, qualities of a French uh maitre d', so that's uh, definitely and, that's a compliment. And to you, he 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 ha ha ha. Okay. And I think Everyone understands what that means. <laughs> I think. Well, I think your clan does, and that's all that matters. My people, obviously, my tribe. My your tribe knows everybody. Going. I don't know. Yeah, you better start hating everybody who doesn't speak French perfectly, even though you don't even speak. Even it. though I don't speak it, of course, yeah. I can cast the the harshest judgment on people. Really, really. <laughs> uh, one day, Frank, I'll have to show you the migration pattern of my people, and it's fucking terrifying. Oh my god! It's a lot of Virginias. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Hill, Ooh, hill folk, if you will. Owners. <laughs> it's just. A- I told you that's the problem with the what? Le- yeah, I'm not gonna go with the last name, but that's the problem there, buddy. It's just a you got. Hey, you got no African in you. Yeah. Um, Don't finish that sentence. I know where you're going. Definitely a problem. Well, I my yeah. Anyway, okay, your ancestors definitely sinned, Brian. I I'm not sure you're gonna meet many of the. Uh, the old Brian clan in Ashkenazi Jew heaven, because I, I do believe they also believe like <laughs> everybody's going to die before they get to go to heaven or something like, I, I don't know. That might've been a different tribe altogether. I have I no idea what we're talking about. Um, so if you've made it this far, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, each and every week when we put out episodes, make sure you're subscribing on your favorite podcast app. Make sure you're telling some friends, families, coworkers, uh, <laughs> Go rate and review, please. Get us up them charts. Don't forget to also reach out to us over on Twitter and Instagram at NoBeerLeftCast. Uh, sift through all the shoe paraphernalia over on uh, Twitter and all the beer giveaway paraphernalia over on Instagram. So, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. Uh, for Frank in far, far, far southeast or southwest LaGrange, Texas, um, just want to quickly, uh, on a humorous, like, oh, God damn it, I'd fuck that up. On the humor end of the spectrum, um, House of Lords in the UK, it's a, it's a body that has no fucking power. Um, they just debate the whole day. And they, they brought up the developing, rapidly developing crisis in Zimbabwe where, like, petrol prices are through the fucking roof and people can't afford bread and all that shit. Um, and this is after Mugabe died, right? So these people are like, they hoped it would be better. So they started discussing this crisis. And in jest, but very poor jest, one of the lords suggested recolonizing Zimbabwe so that they can end the crisis. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, Lord Adrian Palmer, I am pretty sure you should be stripped of your title and uh, probably excommunicated back to Rhodesia, as you would probably still refer to it. And you can go fuck yourself. I'm out. Beep.